Welcome everybody to Wrestling with Stooges. I am your host, Oscar Rendon, and today on Wrestling with Stooges, first of all, make a short announcement. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the man, the myth, the legend, Timmy Tapout, is tapping out this week. He will not be on this week's programming for Wrestling with Stooges and Wrestling Overtime. So he will return next week, but unfortunately, just for this week, he had to tap out. Um, and so I'm going at it solo. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll see how it goes. This might be a very short episode, just because, you know, a lot of the episodes that we do, it, it, you know, really relies on the banter between us. But, you know, uh, I'll do I'll, I'll, I'll try and do as much as I can. Um, but but yeah, so. Uh, let's just get right into it. I mean, this week in wrestling, uh, last night was Monday Night Raw, uh, and and you know it was the go home Monday Night Raw before Crown Jewel, and I think all of us, especially me, I'm excited for Crown Jewel. I think that's going to be the show stopper. That's going to be uh, right now. It's a stacked, it's a fucking stacked card. Let me let me see. Let me see if I can pull up the card. That was announced or updated this past Monday, but, you know, added to Crown Jewel, the pre-show, uh, or the kickoff is, is what they're calling it, uh, J.D. McDonough versus Sami Zayn. We've got Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest. We've got John Cena versus Solo Sokoa. We've got Logan Paul versus Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship. We've got uh, Io Sky and Bianca Belair for the uh, WWE Women's Championship. And we've got uh, five-way uh, Nia Jax, Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark, and Rhea Ripley for the Women's World Championship. And finally, we have Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. And in the main event, LA Knight challenges Roman Reigns for the WWE Undisputed Heavyweight Championship. So a lot, I would say this is the most stacked card for a crown jewel. I know we said this last week, but I'm going to have to reiterate it. I think this is one of the best, uh, one of the best cards for a crown jewel. And I'm looking forward to almost every single match. I... You know, J.D. McDonough and Sami Zayn was added recently, so we'll see how that goes. I mean, if it was anything like uh, their uh, J.D.'s match with Seth Rollins last night on Monday Night Raw, then um, it should be an exciting match, especially Sami Zayn. Uh, yeah, I can't. Mm. If I had to say one match that I'm not excited about, it'd probably be the women's world title match, the the Fatal Five Way. Um, and that's just because I think everybody else has just done a, a really great job of building up their storylines and building up their the characters and everything else that, you know, uh, that one to me, I feel like has lacked a little bit. But other than that, uh, I'm, I'm sure they'll deliver a great match. So uh, right now, WWE is uh, operating on all cylinders. They're 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 a, they're a speeding train. They can't be stopped. And it's it's just exciting to see people to be. It's just exciting to see people uh, uh, be excited for WWE again. You know, it's it's 
it's one of those things that like for for the hardcore WWE fans that you know we had to sit there through the through some of the worst times in WWE history some some PG era shit that wasn't great and to finally get through that and and now come on the other side come out on the other side with, with what I would say is the best version of WWE that there has been in a long time maybe even at all you know right now with uh with this crop of talent this generation it's 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 amazing to see um but before we move on uh you know we, we've obviously got uh, a huge main event in uh Roman Reigns versus LA Knight for the universal title and i think it's an i think this build up to LA Knight and Roman Reigns they've only had two interactions uh and and if you count the interactions LA Knight has had with Paul Heyman they've had a story for about a month now leading up to this match it's been about a month uh that you know these interactions have been happening these these you know uh, little plot points, these storyline moments have been happening, and it's exciting to see that everything matters again. Um, you know, I think for me at least, the the thing that worried me about all of this, about the bloodline storyline, everything, is that I, I I truly believed at the beginning of this that WWE would forget about the fact that technically Jey Uso, if it weren't for Jimmy Uso, would be the universal champion, not this SummerSlam, but at Hell in a Cell in 20, I want to say 2020, 2020, 2021. Um, uh, I want to say 2020 because it was still in the Thunderdome era. Uh, and it's it's come full circle. Uh you know, it, 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 in so many ways. And I like the fact that underneath it all, Jey Uso has always been stewing over the fact that he didn't win, over the fact that Roman Reigns put himself above everybody else. And that that I love that kind of uh, mentality that the WWE has taken right now, which is that uh, that things that happened in the past will bubble up and come back up in the surface and surface back up in the present. And so LA Knight and Roman Reigns had this contract signing on Friday Night SmackDown. And again, to to the layman, to the person that's just watching, they don't, uh, you know, they think it's a cool thing that's happening. Oh, okay, cool, confrontation. But I, I, am, I am hanging on every word that both of these men say. Uh, even the entrance, you know, LA Knight interrupting Roman Reigns' entrance, and kind of just breezing by past him, not even noticing him, not even acknowledging him, kind of making his way to the ring, right? And uh, sitting at the head of the table for the contract signing. And I love the fact that LA Knight brought up that in one year, he has accomplished what Roman Reigns was always destined to accomplish, or that was Roman Reigns was handpicked to accomplish, which was to come in and get over with the crowd. And as we all know, Roman didn't do that. <laughs> it took him a while. It took him nearly a decade to finally figure out his uh, 
to finally find his footing, right? He wasn't a chosen one. He wasn't someone, you know, or, or LA Knight wasn't the chosen one. He wasn't uh, a hand-picked guy. He, you know, he, he had to uh, scratch and claw his way to WWE. But what I love about LA Knight is that as the megastar, he doesn't, he, he's not thankful for being in the main event. He believes he should be in the main event. And I think that's the difference between a lot of other people uh, um, character-wise, is that the character of LA Knight believes he should be in the main event, believes that he should be facing Roman Reigns. It's not out of the realm of possibility for him to be main eventing a PLE with Roman Reigns. And what I love about that is that you, you can see that. You can track that um, from, from every interaction LA Knight has had in the WWE uh, he's always felt bigger than his opponents. He's always not just physically, but what I mean by that is that he's always felt like he's always felt like he 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 was always he he, he wasn't at the right table. If we want to, you know, if we want to kind of get to that metaphor of again tables here, um, you know, he's you know he's he's he should be at the cool kids table. And that's where he's at right now. He's sitting with the big boys. And I think it's interesting to to see that uh, interaction on Friday Night SmackDown, to have LA Knight bring up the fact that in one year's time, you know, he hasn't had a world title. He hasn't done a contract signing, right? He hasn't been in a main event match for a world title. But it, it doesn't feel out of place. And if in fact, again, what I love about this storytelling is that it, it, it harkens back to the fact that Roman Reigns couldn't do it in a year. You know, the, the, the promise of Roman Reigns extended to eight years, you know. And the funny thing about it is, is that if, if the shoe were on the other foot, right, if, if, L, you know, if L.A. Knight was handpicked or possibly, you know, uh, to, to, to try to be the guy, I don't think L.A. Knight would have been given eight years, six years, right? The audience didn't believe it, Uh Roman Reigns probably didn't believe it uh, when he was doing whatever he was doing a couple years ago. And they probably would have let him go if he were anybody else. And I think it's it's cool. It's it's cool that I think that uh, they're bringing up the fact that, that L.A. Knight, in one year, in the WWE, as L.A. Knight, has taken the WWE universe by storm. And so I think it's... It's a. It's not just a battle. It's not just a match for the title, but I think it's it's a match of validation. It's a match of uh, promise. The promise that you know uh, Roman Reigns couldn't fulfill his first couple years in the company, um, and I don't know. I, to me, I hope, and I I I kind of hope that LA Knight wins. Um, but I think going into it, I think we all want that to happen, but we all believe Roman Reigns is walking out, uh, universal champion. And I think the reason why that is, is because again, uh, you know, we've, I think we've conditioned the audience to believe that Roman Reigns is going till next WrestleMania. And I think, well, that's a good thing. Um, you know, sometimes I think also, we, they should use that to their advantage to shock people, to, to create moments. Because right now, I feel like everybody else is creating moments 
besides Roman Reigns. And I think the reason why that is is because he's kind of stuck in this weird limbo of he can't lose the title. I think that's what the fans think is that he can't lose the title until WrestleMania. And of course, people have their opinions uh, on this. They either think, okay, well, you know, who's who's he going to face at WrestleMania? Is it Cody Rhodes? Could it be Jey Uso again? Is it The Rock? You know, uh, not a we 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 still don't know where the story's heading for next year's WrestleMania, WrestleMania Forty. But I think we can all agree that. Uh, I think the WWE has conditioned its audience to believe that Roman Reigns is, is going to be the champion come next WrestleMania. And I think what a better way to subvert that expectation, uh, to use that expectation to their advantage than by crowning a new champ, L.A. Knight. I mean, I think it's, I think it sounds, it's a sound, it's a sound possibility that I hope happens, but I know that WWE right now, they are afraid. They're afraid of taking risks right now. I think, I think for as much as, as uh, we can praise WWE right now for just being on a, on a hot streak, the one thing I, we can say about them right now is that they're they're a little afraid of taking risks. You know, everything that they've done so far has been uh, very calculated, very very risk averse. Um, nothing like you know. There's there's something I don't know. There's something risky about putting La Knight in that position of making him the champion, of him being the one to beat Roman Reigns. You know, and again, people are going to be saying, "Well, Oscar, Cody Rhodes has to beat Roman Reigns. Cody Rhodes has the end of streak." Uh, Cody Rhodes needs to win the title, and I agree with you. I agree. I agree with half of that. I agree that for Cody Rhodes, the story is not about Roman Reigns. It's not about ending the streak. It's not about ending the title streak of Roman Reigns. Cody Rhodes' mission, the, the, the story, is to win the title, the title that his father held but that was taken away from him. That is the story. It's not about beating Roman. Anybody can be the champion, and Cody Rhodes can take that title away from them. But I, I understand that I think the majority of the audience wants it to be Cody Rhodes, believes it to be Cody Rhodes. If it's not going to be The Rock at WrestleMania, people believe it's going to be Cody versus Roman Part 2. So, again, there's so many things that... You know, the, the possibilities of anybody going into WrestleMania to face Roman right now is is anybody. You know, I think I think it's why it makes this upcoming Royal Rumble so interesting. Anybody can win it. Um, you know, there are a lot of challengers for Roman Reigns. There are a lot of challengers for Seth Rollins' World Heavyweight title. So there's there's a lot of possibilities that I think are we haven't had in a long time. Back in the day, back in the day, I mean, just a few years ago. Only a handful of challengers we knew that could go up against Roman Reigns. Now it feels like the 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 pool of people that can challenge Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins for a, for for a title shot is bigger than it ever has been, um, and it's it's more exciting too. I think I think it's more exciting whenever you have a lot of people that can be world champion 
Universal Champion that you could see in that main event spot. I think it's more exciting. I think um, uh, I think right now WWE is creating the next batch of uh, of baby faces. They've done a really great job of creating heels and and and, and bad guys for us to boo and uh, rebel against. But right now, I feel like they're they're on. Uh, they're on a marching path, creating creating some of the best uh, good guys that we've ever seen in a while, you know, and and just you know, it's been a long time since we had like that defining good guy, you know. We have John Cena and then Daniel Bryan, um, you know. It, 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 there hasn't been a, a good guy uh, that people have rallied behind the way they rally behind LA Knight, Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, Jey Uso, Cody Rhodes, you know? Um, and this is just in this era, this certain time and period in, in, in history of, of WWE. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I know Tim's excited. Um, you know, we're excited to, 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 to see what happens. Cause it's, it's going to be one of, uh, I would say, this this crown jewel will probably will probably mean the most than any other crown jewel event. Uh, just just on just on the scale and the 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 amount of stories going into it, you know, you have Damian Priest with the Money in the Bank, so anything could happen. Um, you never know. Uh, but but for for my money, I think LA Knight could be walking out crown jewel uh, Universal Champion. Uh, it'd be something different. It'd be something subversive uh, to what WWE has conditioned us to believe. And I think it would work in their favor. Uh, but uh, at the same time, you know, I, I could see them, you know, sticking with Roman Reigns and, and marching towards WrestleMania. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, uh, but uh, you know, that's the thing that gets me excited the most. Um uh, you know, and then speaking of uh, main events, uh, this past Saturday, MJF versus Kenny Omega in a classic main event. Uh, a lot of people are asking why, why on free television and why on Saturday night? You know, uh, you've got college football, you've got the you know MLB uh, World Series playoffs. You, you know, we've got all of that, and um, and and again, here's the thing. If you're not on social media, if you're not paying attention to being the elite or anything like that, you wouldn't know that this was coming. And, you know, it, it 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 kind of snuck up on you if you're not paying attention to all that stuff. Um, uh, and, and it kind of sneaks up on you when they when they announced it this Wednesday on Dynamite and or this past Wednesday on Dynamite, and it it bears to get it. You know, it bears asking why. Why, why not build it up? If you knew it was coming, why not build it up? Why not have um, something, a story built in for it? Because I feel like this match, as great as it was, I feel like it could have been bigger. And but what I mean by bigger is that I don't mean, you know, better, you know, cooler moves, cooler, you know, whatever, whatever spots, you know. What I'm talking about is people talking about it. I feel like not enough people are talking about it. I feel like all of the Industry people are talking about it as far as wrestling is concerned. As concerned, uh, all of like wrestling, uh, the 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 industry of wrestling is talking about it. But a lot of casuals aren't talking about it. A lot of people, even even hardcore fans, I would say, aren't talking about it as much as they should be. And like I said, it was a really great match. 
But it goes to Tony Khan's booking that he books dream, air quotes, dream matches. He books these matches, you know, um, sporadically and without notice. And I think it it hinders the growth of AEW. It hinders it definitely hinders the the the, the viewership. It definitely hinders a lot of it. It definitely doesn't help them. And I think if this had been teased on television a little bit more, if it had been uh, something of contention on television a little bit more, then I think there'd be a lot more people excited to see this. You know, and again, it's there's a lot of and like I said, and actually we mentioned this on a couple podcasts ago. Uh, AW cannot put all their eggs in one basket, and that egg is, or that basket is uh, MJF. Right? MJF has like multiple storylines going on, and he is doing everything he possibly can to keep everything. Uh, you know, he's juggling everything, and I think, and I think it shows just how much. AEW needs MJF, but I think it also shows MJF that he is, I think in doing so, it also gives MJF a lot of, um, uh, what's the word? It it gives him a lot of cachet. It gives him a lot of uh, bargaining chips when it comes to uh, a new contract negotiation in January. And, you know, he, he's got the leverage, you know, when it comes to AEW and WWE. Um, and so I think, and I hate to say this, but it, it, there's a, I feel like there's a 90, there's a 95% chance MJF signs with WWE. Um, and it, it, this match just proved, and this whole situation proved is that AEW needs MJF, you know, uh, MJF doesn't need AEW. And it, I think, unfortunately, AEW put all their cards, you know, kind of showed all their cards. And it's, you know, again, their, their storytelling, you know, there's very few storylines going on right now that people are enthralled with. You know, you, know, you have Edge and Christian uh, Cage. Uh, you have MJF with JY, MJF with Kenny Omega, MJF with The Acclaimed. MJF and Adam Cole, MJF and fucking Samoa Joe. Like there's, there's, you know, like, <laughs> like if you had to build a, a, a like, what's it called? Uh, you know, like what's that? Uh, like family tree thing. But yeah, yeah. Like, like you just put MJF in the middle and then you just, you just draw lines and just n- put a name on there. You know, that's how many uh, rivalries, storylines that are intertwined with MJF, you know? And I feel like if, if MJF were gone, We'd be, uh, I don't think we'd be in a good place. And so, again, uh, it just shows that uh, MJF right now is a hot commodity. Um, and that, yeah, give him all the money, you know, especially if he's keeping your, uh, your shows afloat, especially if he's keeping the ratings afloat. Because I, trust me, I think if MJF leaves, there's, there's two people on that roster that if they leave, I feel like the ratings dip. I feel like, a lot of things are, are are in a tailspin. That's MJF and Christian Cage, and uh, I don't say that lightly. I think it's true, and so it worries me. It worries me a lot that that they're you know that uh, that LA no not LA, that MJF is carrying AEW all on his back. You know when it comes to 
I, I like you know you know like you always hear it you know like Seth Rollins will say I'm carrying Monday Night Raw on my back you know Roman Reigns is like I'm carrying WWE on my back uh, you don't believe it you know <laughs> you never believe it because uh, it's not true but in this situation MJF is literally carrying carrying AEW on his back and uh, and yeah it's it's it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. And it, it'll be interesting to see what he decides to do come January 2024, the bidding war of 2024, as he uh, has dubbed it. And uh, as much as he jokes about it, I think it's a real thing. I think it's going to be a real thing if WWE is smart. If WWE wants to land a big blow on AEW, that's the move. So, yeah, I think uh, we will see what happens with with uh, MJF and, uh, and AEW in the coming in the coming months and uh with that i think uh i think uh i think it's time to uh conclude this episode of wrestling with stooges i know that we you know it's a short one this week uh unfortunately again you can blame tim for that if you want (laughs) to if you want to blame anybody blame tim again um but you know, again, also there just hasn't been a lot of uh, a lot of news uh, wrestling related, and we don't always want to like do recaps of of a Raw or a SmackDown. Um, everybody else does that. It's not fun. It's silly. You know, again, who the fuck cares about the recaps? You can just look it up on your phone. <laughs> so we, we, you know, we try to we try to add commentary to 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 the week of wrestling. And, um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, uh, like I said, Tim will be back next week for wrestling with stooges. Uh, but in the meantime, make sure that you're, you tune into wrestling overtime this week. I will be talking about what if CM Punk signs with TNA, what if, what is the multiverse say of, of CM Punk possibly going to TNA? And I think that's an, that, that, that it's an interesting an exciting discussion, and I think you know what does it mean? What would it mean for TNA? What would it mean for WWE? What would it mean for AEW? You know, it's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, dilemma. It's an interesting idea, and uh, I'm excited to explore it with with all of you. So we'll see, we'll see exactly how that uh, shapes up. Um, again, you know it. If you're if you're tuning into the show, you'll always hear it. If you're not watching Glory Pro Ascend on YouTube for free, make sure you check it out. Glory Pro Wrestling on YouTube. Subscribe. Give them a, a like. Uh, uh, comment on their videos. But specifically, make sure you're watching Ascend. It airs every Thursday at 6 p.m. Uh, so many new episodes. We have the recent episode, Xavier Walker versus Dak Draper. Um, you know, just... Uh, you know, just go back and look at the catalog of matches on Ascend. You know, the very first one with Ray Phoenix and Cody Lane. If you're not doing that, guys, make sure you are. Head over to YouTube and watch an episode of Glory Pro Ascend. Trust me, you won't regret it. Um, and if you want to join the Patreon, go to patreon.com slash glorypro or Glory Pro Wrestling, I think it is, and uh, become a patron. You know, uh, you know, you're getting all this content for free, but over there you can get it a little bit early. We'll be getting some newer stuff that we'll be uh, dropping on there. I know I'm working on some 
Patreon exclusive things for Glory Pro. So, uh, you know, once we get the things rolling on that, you want to go and, and become a patron uh, member for Glory Pro Wrestling on patreon.com slash Glory Pro Wrestling. And you're gonna you're gonna want to do that soon because we're we're gonna be releasing some stuff uh, in the in the next couple in the next couple months, um, and I'm excited to get you know kind of get creative with uh, with what we're gonna be releasing on there, whether it's little biographies for uh, some of the wrestlers there, guys like Cody Lane, Warhorse, Dan the Dad, so many other people, you know, um, or whether it's uh, Little highlights of, of talent that come from outside of St. Louis. You know, uh, so many, I, I mean, uh, there's so many talent that we have that come out. You know, guys like Calvin Takeman, Jake Something, Xavier Walker, Rohit Raju, Heather Reckless, Laney Luck. You know, so many people. So I think um, we'll, see what, we'll see what the future holds. Um, but I know that we are working on some Patreon-exclusive content that you can only watch through Patreon. So make sure become a patron. Glory Pro Wrestling, Patreon.com. Go check it out. And uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of uh, Wrestling with Stooges. I'm Oscar Rendon. Stooges out. <laughs>